deadline on Oak Street, mile three. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding warrant the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. One, two, five! Freezer! Three! Arm yourselves, America! This is Defenders Live! been standing in a grocery store aisle just kind of trying to figure out exactly what it is that you want have a taste for you know they say that when you go to uh to a grocery store you're not supposed to go with an empty stomach because god knows you one you can't decide and two you end up buying everything in sight well uh we've all been there we know we have the then you end up buying something you shouldn't have, and before you know it, you've eaten two or three sleeves of Oreos and seriously regretting the life choices you've made. Well, have no fear, because from the uh, Royal Society of Public Health in the UK, they're going to be introducing a new label to a lot of their food products uh, called the Activity Labels. Uh, these activity labels will uh, hopefully, quote, to make things easier for people to translate the calories they consume into their energy expenditure, end quote. Basically, they're going to put on these labels what it would take for you to burn off calorically what you've ingested. For example, a chicken and bacon sandwich. And who doesn't love bacon and chicken sandwiches? Heavy on the bacon. 
It's about 445 calories would require 42 minutes of slow running. A chocolate bar, 229 calories, would need 22 minutes of running. And a medium mocha coffee is 290 in calories, and you're running for about 28 minutes. All that totals more than an hour and a half on a treadmill. Because we all have time to run approximately an hour and a half at, you know, for every single meal. Quote, it might make you think twice. Should I put it away or should I maybe be more active? And that comes from the uh, some dude named Stevenson who actually helps was the vote, the uh, Duncan Stevenson. I'm sorry. The deputy CEO from the Royal Society of the Public Health Department. Hoity-toity guy right there for sure. British researchers predict that people could cut 200 calories a day with the new labels and would be three times more likely to get moving. Quote, I suspect there are quite a lot of people who might find it easier to understand would understand that the labels than to understand the kind of stuff that's on the labeling at the moment. In quote, researchers believe the new system would not only curb appetites, but also cut obesity rates. It's linked to cancers and poor mental health, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and osteoarthritis. That's a quote from Mr. Stevenson. However, health experts admit that activity labels are not the silver bullet against obesity because they say you can't outrun a bad diet. Health officials hope to get approval to roll out activity labels in the UK in the near future. So isn't that exciting? It was bad enough that, and you know, if they hit the the uh, food labels at your local grocer, you know, bet dollars to donuts, those things are going to end up at every McDonald's and every fast food joint you can think of. And any restaurant, period, moving forward, you watch, because that's, that's what they've been doing. That'll be their push. Now you're going to be standing there in line getting ready to get your Taco Bell, you know, five-layer burrito or, a, you know, your Big Mac or whatever, and it's, well, you know, you're not going to look at it from the calorie side. You're going to look, well, if I eat that Big Mac, I'm going to need to run for about an hour. Mm. So stupid. So stupid. Ah, something to look forward to, guys. Welcome to the show. Defenders Live, Mojo50.com. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, I am the AI is running the system tonight. Uh Steven is oh, what's the word I can call it? He is detained. He is being withheld. He is uh busy. He's working. <laughs> He's working. He got called to do um, a little bit of extra late night work. Um, he's already out of town on business as it was, uh, but they've got a special project they're working on, and it kind of required him to work overtime as he will be leaving to come back tomorrow. So they kind of want to use him as much as humanly possible. So you have just me. The AI running everything, and thank God it is just radio side of stuff, because if I was having to do the video and everything by myself, this would be really, really awkward. Even more awkward than what it is. So, 
Uh, but this is the Defenders Live, Mojo Five O. Go to Mojo50.com, check out everything that is going on over there. The new year is coming, and I promise you there's amazing things on the horizon. Lots of big stuff going down. You want to be a part of that, be in the know. Uh, go to our website, D-O-A-E Show. Dot com. Check out everything. Steven worked tirelessly on this website, busted his tail until seriously the wee hours of the morning, and it looks phenomenal. Go check it out. Pick you up some gear. Get some, uh, you know, There's a we got the, the Arm Yourselves t-shirts. Took me a minute to remember my own product. Excuse me, continue. Uh, the Arm Yourselves t-shirts. Jack Hole Nation's ugly sweater, guys. All kinds of other stuff over there. Got, you know, yoga pants and... Sweatpants now, actually. Uh, all kinds of stuff over there. Check it out. We've got a lot of the archive stuff going way back to the years of yore. Steven and I are going on this. Well, actually, this show as a whole hmm, has been going on for, I think, is it January? I think January. January will make three years. And Steven and I will have been doing it for uh, over two and a half. So. Big, it's big time for all of us. We've been rolling so lots of stuff from way back in the day. Guaranteed to give you a giggle for sure. So go check all that out over there. You can follow us on all of the social medias at DOAE Show. On the Facebooks, the Twitters, the MeWees, all of it's the same at DOAE Show. Uh, use the hashtag arm yourselves because that's how we help keep track of you. And definitely get on Twitters if you want to tweet at us. It's at DOAE show. I am at Dylan Lyles. Again, hashtag arm yourselves. So this is going to be fun as I'm going to try and entertain everybody by myself. And I can honestly say through the prep and everything else, there will be some head splitting moments. However, should not be any typical angry Dylan as what usually goes on when Steven isn't here. Thank God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I have worked tirelessly to find stuff that's not going to do that. So, (laughs) moving on to the very next one. We've had this story kind of in the the wing waiting. And it just kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. And we were going to actually do it tomorrow. But there's actually an update on it already. So, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it now. You know, why, why the hell not? So, apparently... Target has, uh, Target's kind of, I think it was Target. Target is, uh, well, they're kind of in a bit of trouble. Well, they were in a bit of trouble. They, uh, <laughs> they had this sweater. I was just talking about sweaters a minute ago. We have the ugly sweater over on ours. This one, it, it takes ugly sweaters to a whole, whole nother level. A very odd level actually um not one that i would expect to to see especially at a target but you know it, you got to make that money somehow you got to come up with these new designs you got to keep people coming in uh, i'm sorry it was not target it was walmart it helps if i read the stupid thing here but um walmart had a sweater the thing was the, this this particular sweater is it actually makes perfect sense being Walmart as it is you know so often referred to as the white trash department store and I love me some Walmart I don't care what anybody says Walmart's cool 
Fun to watch. Well, Walmart has apologized for an adults-only Christmas sweater on its Canadian website that appears to depict Santa with cocaine. Sweater is a ugly blue sweater with what's supposed to be uh, 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 Santa in a, I don't know, Mr. Hanky kind of a depiction, if anybody knows South Park. You know, Mr. Hanky, the, the Christmas poo. And uh, in front of Santa is, uh, is a table with a what looks like a, a pile of, of snowballs, but in front of him are three white lines. And at the caption, or not the caption, but the uh, the thing across the bottom of the sweater says, uh, let it snow. Mm-hmm. Let it snow. The retailer that pulled the holiday outfit, along with seven other risque <laughs> seasonal uh, sweaters, Saturday after uh, they caused a stir in social media, according to the Global News in Canada. Quote, these sweaters sold by a third-party seller on the walmart.ca does not represent Walmart's values and have no place in our website, end quote, a spokesman told the outlet. Quote, we have removed these products from our uh, marketplace. We apologize for any unintended offense that this may have caused. It's a funny sweater. I mean, personally, if you if you haven't seen it, it it's it's funny. A little little pushing the line, but it's it's funny. Quote, we all know how snow works. It's white, powdery, and the best snow comes straight from South Africa or South America. In quote, the depiction reads. Quote, the bad news is for old Jolly Saint Nick, who lives far away in the North Pole. That's why Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. End quote. I, I mean, for Walmart, okay. But that's a funny caption. I don't give a damn. I don't care what anybody says. That's it's funnier than all get out. Well, apparently, the Santa suit, the Santa sweater has found a home. After Walmart booted it off its site, the controversial cocaine Santa Claus uh, Christmas sweater that delivers exactly as advertised has found a home on Amazon. Quote, the ugly sweater, cheekily dubbed Let It Snow, is now listed as the number one bestseller in the women's novelty sweatshirt section, despite being labeled as unisex. And its earnings plenty... Of glowing five-star reviews, this is according to Fox News. Selling at approximately $31.99, the product's description bills the royal blue sweater as, quote, the perfect gift for everyone who loves a little bit of edgy, end quote, while recommending that people wear it, quote, around your loved ones and set some statements, end quote. Mm-hmm. Nothing says Christmas like Santa Snooters. One enthusiastic five-star review. Quote, we all know how snow works. Yeah, that was another reviewer already did that one. Quote, what else can be said? It's the funniest, most amazing Christmas sweater in the universe. Buy one was another one. The five-star reviews found the sweater to be perfect piece of troll attire to break through what they had found to be, quote, a stolid, in quote, affair. 
And it's true. I mean, you want to turn around and shake some stuff up at a at a Christmas function. Nothing like, you know, a Mr. Hanky Santa doing a little bit of blow. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, how else do you think he delivers all them presents in a single night? Uh, he needs a little bit of help, but it's not magic. It's angel dust. No, okay. <laughs> it's not angel dust. Oh, so many good things. Quote, as formal Christmas bashes are often somewhat stolid affairs, I figured this one would lighten the mood nicely and make for a Yuletide conversation piece, said one reviewer. Naturally, some have uh, some enjoyed the injection of mirth, while others, not so much. And quote, one gentleman who's a recovering addict, which much respect to him, proceeded to give me a 30-minute lecture on the evils of drugs. Upon considerable afterthought, I determined that I should probably amp things up a bit for next year's affair, so I am currently on the lookout for a Scarface-themed Christmas sweater. If anyone has a beat on where I can produce such a garment, please let me know, end quote. Because that's how you do it. You, you find someone who gets their panties all in a wad, and you up the ante, for sure. As noted by Fox News, the sweater is, quote, technically being sold by a third-party seller, though it is being offered by brands other than Funware, which I didn't know Funware did anything. As a Daily New- a Daily Wire's uh, lady reported, Walmart's Canadian website booted it, the Christmas sweater from its platform after being deluged with complaints over its content. So... In addition to 70, the 70s era, daggone it, stupid computer, the 70s era drug addict Santa, the sweater included one showing of Mrs. Claus and a D-pants Santa in a BDSM pose captioned, quote, Santa has been naughty, end quote. This was from the New York Daily News. Quote, another had an alien holding an object while Santa lay on his behind or with his behind exposed on the table i mean if you're going to to troll a christmas party it's pretty much the way to go i would think (laughs) kevin hutchinson's over onto me we say hello to my little elf exactly exactly (sighs) and yes Everyone on me, yes, I am doing my damnedest to read everything. I can multitask. I may not be able to do math. I may not be able to read the words what good well, but I can multitask a little bit. So, in your face, (laughs) neener, neener, neener. And it's not available yet, Chris, but it will be soon. (laughs) Maybe. I got to. I haven't talked to Steven, but we 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 might uh we might have something equally done. We do actually have something. It's not near as resque, but next year we might. Next year we might we're gonna up the ante for sure. Because uh why not? You know? And I, I, I had thought about actually talking to Steven about doing the uh the Scarface one. I don't know how he would feel about it, and I don't know we like we'd have to worry about like licensing and all that crap all in. I don't Last thing I need is for people to come down on us and be like, what are you doing? You're stealing stuff. It's... Anyway. 
Since we're on the topic of Christmas and with the, <coughs> excuse me, with the uh, Yule Tide bearing down on us and what would be uh, the speed of a locomotive. Um, science, and we all know how good science is, I'm using the term loosely, and with quotation marks, says that Christmas music is bad for your mental health. Just in time for the holidays, science apparently says that Christmas music is detrimental to a person's mental health. The study reveals that the repetitive nature of Christmas music making the rounds on the holiday radio damages the psychological disposition of a person. Reportedly causing serious psychological injuries like boredom and distress. Christmas tunes on repeat also repeatedly bring up negative emotions connected to holiday stressors such as finances, family issues, and more. Now, I, I'm i trying to figure this one out. So they're trying to make this into a, a thing where too much Christmas... And, and they're right. Too much Christmas is depressing. Do you know what happens or how that starts? When you start selling Christmas crap in August. Just saying. There was a stretch when I was a kid, and I know most people can can you know relate to this. Christmas was usually isolated from December to the end of December, December first to the thirty first. That was the Christmas holiday month. It was a month, and it felt like a lot even then. But it was easier to swallow. It was more. Sp- I forgot. I got to run everything now. Um. But it was easier to, to, to handle. That didn't come out better. Because, but it was also more exciting. It was way more exciting because it was rare. It was this brief little moment. It was, it was where magic could happen. And I will admit that I'm talking about times when I was also a child and didn't have, you know, house payment and car payment and you know, child support and all this other crap all I have to deal with nowadays. But it was it it was it was it was a magical time. And the magic has gone. As we talked with Carrie the other day, it, it's not you you start commercializing it to the extent that yes, holidays roll around, all people think of is how much money they're spending. Or they're gonna be how much debt they're gonna acquire for these gifts that they want to buy people. It's not about the gift that they're giving. It's not about the the magic of spending time together. It's not about the real meaning of Christmas, which is, you know, Jesus coming down and, you know, being born and ultimately to give his life for, for humanity. That's that's what Christmas is, and it's been so lost. And, of course, playing Christmas music is going to be detrimental to your mental health because you've been screwed over into thinking that it's no longer a... a a genuine, meaningful, beautiful thing. It's a commercialized holiday. It's it's becoming it's become Christmas is becoming Valentine's Day, and I don't know what the original intent of Valentine's Day was. I, I mean, I know of the history ish, but I, I mean, like, it's not. It doesn't have near the same thing as as Christmas does. But I digress. The point of it is, is I don't know about anybody else feels. I know, speaking as a guy. All I think of when it comes, you know, Valentine's Day is, oh, crap, I've got to go buy crap. 
It's nothing magical. It's not, I get to spend time with my sweetheart. I get to do... No, no, no. I get... All I think of is crap. I need to make sure I have enough money so I can go buy a card. I can buy a stupid teddy bear that she's not going to have and not going to keep, not going to care about, and buy chocolates that end up being the wrong kind or that she eats later and then bitches about being fat. I'm just... That's just how it is. And, and we... If we could get Christmas back to being a, a special time where it is not about the commercialism, where it's about it's about the meaning of, of it's about people and sharing and family and and Christ, then we then things will go back to the way it was. But until that happens, yes, you're going to, you know, worry about stress and family issues and and more. You know what I mean? Uh just saying. <laughs> yes, and it you get and I, and I get the the constant playing of it because some people and I get in arguments with people about this. This is like for me, for me in my house. <laughs> you know, the Christmas tree, Christmas does not start, isn't allowed to start until at least after Thanksgiving. Cannot, will not, absolutely not. That means no Christmas. You, I don't want to hear. Any bit of a Christmas song until after Thanksgiving. Period. Full stop. You know, the tree, I've I've been able to negotiate to have the tree put up as early as... I think the earliest we've ever did it was on Thanksgiving Day. I think. If not, it was the day after. That's the earliest I've done. And I'm not even a fan of that. Because the the longer it sits there, the longer it's there, period, the more it's in your face and it's not a, a magical, it's not rare. And I mean, it is rare because it only comes once a year, but it was this brief moment of of joy, and at least for me and as a child, and, and I, I had a feelings of it when I was younger. Or, I mean, when I was younger, up until certain points, but, you know, those are gone now. But anyway, guys, music's playing. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I'm Michael Pelka from PuroPelka.com with your two-minute drill, and I think the Democrats are starting to get nervous about impeaching the president. They're starting to hear members of their party out in the field, not the elected members of Congress, but actual Democratic voters calling up C-SPAN and other outlets and telling people impeachment's a loser. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, after watching uh, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, that was the most disgusting thing I've seen. And now we have this impeachment crap. My party has now made me a Democrat for Trump. I'm going to back Donald Trump all the way. And when I get my Democrat ballot, whoever my candidates are, I'm going to write in the Republican candidate and turn it in, and we'll see how what happens then. This is exactly why you're hearing many Democrats in swing districts telling Nancy Pelosi, don't impeach, just censure. Don't impeach him. We're in trouble. Pelosi just may lose the House, lose her speakership, and be shuffled off into history as the person who brought down a Democratic majority because they hated Donald Trump. 
The scary thing for Democrats here should be that this guy on C-SPAN is a Democrat. He's not an independent. He's a blue state Democrat. And he says he's now a Trump Democrat. And why shouldn't he be? We've got economic prosperity like we've never seen before. Welcome, sir. And testudo, my friend. Testudo. Michael Palka's two-minute drill is powered by MojoWildRice.com. Their wild rice is a superfood, gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol-free, yet high in fiber, protein, zinc, phosphorus, and trace minerals. But you're going to love it because it's delicious. MojoWildRice.com. MojoWildRice.com. Defenders Live. The AI is running the show. This is fun. Kevin Hutchins over on the Mewies. I lost a little Christmas spirit when I saw an ad for vagina ornaments for your Christmas tree. When I was a boy, Christmas vaginas were a very special and sacred thing. But now they've become so over-commercialized. I mean, good old Chris. It's rare. It only comes once a year. Thank you. Thank you. Because we needed that. <laughs> Go to doaeshow.com. Check out everything over there. Speaking of Christmas stuff and ugly sweaters and all of that jazz, you can pick one up. The Jekyll ugly sweaters over there waiting to grace everyone at your next Christmas party. It does not have near the uh, the edginess of, uh, of a Santa hanky with a little bit of blow. But it does have a badass feel to it. Just saying. It's it's not the same, but it's from another angle. She likes the other angle. Anyway. Uh, go to mojo50.com. Check out all the other awesome hosts. The guys who, you know, much better than I am. Especially at being alone. I feel there's a bell there, too. But anyway. There's <laughs> so many other shows going on. Right. Check out the weekend Guys, as well, there are lots of, of amazing, amazing people who run the weekends. Uh, you will not be sorry. I promise you that. So many great things coming on over the horizon next year. You want to be a part of it. I promise you that. Follow us on all the social medias at DOAE Show. Make sure you use the hashtag arm yourselves. So, the only actual serious serious uh, bit of news and something I wanted to talk about. Uh, the uh, On Thursday, attorneys uh, of the 2013 Boston Marathon bomber, the uh, Zarnev Feller, told the first U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Boston that the uh, their client's death sentence should be overturned because his trial two years after the bombing should not have taken place in Boston. No, I'm not a lawyer. I I'm I am a high school educated, homeschool educated veteran who I'm just your right basic boogerhead. I'm an AI. I don't know. I'm not very smart on this kind of stuff. 
But I've never understood why it has become such a thing to have trials of crimes, especially something of this magnitude, to be held in other places because the people around will be biased. Well, duh. But why would you want to have the trial, say, in, I don't know, Dallas? Yes, the people may be impartial to it, but they weren't involved. The closure in the trial isn't, it, it's, it's to bring justice to this douchebag, but it is also to bring closure to the people involved. And you cannot have closure for the people involved if you don't hold the trial in the town of the people that were involved. It always has blown my mind that that's become such a thing. In their legal brief, the lawyers wrote, quote, this case should not have been tried in Boston. Sarnov admitted to the heinous crimes, but even so, perhaps especially so, this trial demanded scrupulous adherence to the requirements of the Constitution and federal law. Again and again, this trial fell short. End quote. I... I don't know exactly how the trial fell short, especially when it was placed up against the Constitution and federal law. Again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't pretend to be. Hell, I haven't slept in a Holiday Inn in years. So I don't know. I don't understand this at all. It Again, the trial is about punishing this man Excuse me, but also about bringing closure to the families, the people involved, the community. The people of that community have a right to act as they want to. They were the ones involved to bring people who do not have a skin in the game. I'm not saying that that if it was done in another city, that people would not have the empathy not have sympathy, not have a, 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 a clear and unbiased opinion on it. What I am saying is it doesn't concern them. And to sit here and, and think that it should be moved because well, it's not fair it was done in Boston. Well, it's not fair that your client tried, I say tried, murdered a bunch of people, let off, you know, pressure cooker bombs trying to kill as many people as humanly possible. That's not fair. And you're going to turn around the guy admitted to doing it, but be even admitting to do it. He should not have been there. I <laughs> I couldn't be a juror on something like that. You know, please, bring the bring the trial here. If that's the case, if it goes that route, and it gives me, bring him here. Because I've got enough people that I know of. Well, we'll all be jurors, and we'll all give him the exact same thing. The only reason why they want something like this done is because they want to get moved ultimately to a court that will probably not allow for the death penalty in that particular area. That's all. And we should not be required as taxpayers to pay to keep this douchebag alive. Period. End of story. Full stop. It just it drives me Insane. In the bombings, which occurred April 15th of 2013, Sarnov and his brother used two homemade pressure cooker bombs near the finish line of the race, killing three people, injuring hundreds of others. 
16 people lost limbs as a result of the bombing. During the manhunt, the brothers... Uh, uh, <laughs> let me try that again. During the manhunt for the brothers, the brothers killed MIT policeman Sean Collier. Kidnapped a man in his car and had a shootout with police in Watertown. Where they shot and severely wounded two officers. One of whom was Boston Police Department officer Dennis Simmons. He was injured by a hand grenade and died in 2014. Sarnov's lawyer cited the foreman for the jury who retweeted a post after Sarnov's arrest reading, quote, congratulations to all the law enforcement professionals who worked so hard and went through hell to bring in that piece of garbage, end quote. The foreman had also tweeted about his or her family's experience as they tried to find a safe place to be during the hunt for the bombers, according to the attorneys. Another juror was urged on social media posts by others to, quote, play the part, end quote, so he could get on the jury. There is no playing the part. These people were involved. The community was involved, and they have a right to feel and be as they do. I Because they're trying to paint the, the, the living brother as being manipulated by the one who got killed. And it, they're, they're trying every which way. And this is, this is one of the reasons why I, I like lawyers are just despicable people. How these guys can honestly go home at night and go, well, <laughs> I'm okay with what I've done. It just, it blows my mind. To no end. And not in a good way. Just saying. I Leave his little sorry ass on death row. And let's end it. I wish we could go to... I wish we had the, the strict... Well, and they're not as strict as they used to be. But I wish we had the the law strictness of Singapore with the expediency of Australia. At least Australia was at one point. I don't know if they're still that way either. But Australia, I I had heard of several stories where guy the few times people would be put on death row, they had maybe a week. Once it was set, once it was nailed down, it was between three days to a week. From the moment the verdict was done and it's up, oh, you're you're getting it, you're dead. Death penalty for you. You have this much time. Goodbye. And Singapore, Singapore, when I was in Singapore, this the the at the time it, they were actually so strict that chewing gum was not allowed in the country at all. When we when we uh went out on uh on liberty is what we called it on our little excursions and stuff on our breaks. In the in the navy, we uh, we were they actually fr- not just like you know asked us if we had it. They physically frisked us for gum because if we were caught with even a single stick of Wrigley's, we would have spent thirty days in jail. And there isn't a damn thing that the military could have done about it. Nothing. And I actually have a used to. I don't have it now. I used to have a T-shirt that had the uh, the had. I don't know if it was a top ten. Um, 
It was a it was a ten. It was it was a top ten capital punishment crimes, and obviously, like the first two or three were um, the obvious, you know, murder and 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 that sort of thing. But it got down to it got down to uh, what was it? There was it wasn't it wasn't so much stealing, but there was a, there was a couple of them on there. And I, God, I wish I could remember them now. I'm sorry, I dropped the ball on that a little bit. But um, the, it went from like two or three obvious ones to the 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 rest of them were like, wait a minute, you could, that's capital punishment. That's like severe jail time that's death that's you know caning you know there was that kid that spray painted a car and got you know beat with a cane and he almost died you know that was i mean that was years ago but i'm just saying that this trial was not for necessarily him to find justice though it is this trial was to bring closure to the community and the community can be as angry and as vengeful or not as they want to be. They deserve to be. To move it to another location away from Boston just does a huge disservice to all the families of the victims. And it's it and again, I don't know how these lawyers sleep with it at night. I really don't. I really don't. Anyway, speaking of stupid stuff. Taking contraceptives on a daily basis has harmful effects on the brain, according to at least one study. This is coming from LifeSite News. A recent study from the Radiological Society of North America showed that contraceptive pills may have the capacity to shrink a woman's brain size. Now, just that statement alone, every man, every married man anyway, is probably going, you know what, that makes a little bit of sense. And I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this, but I don't care. This is what happens when you don't get angry, Dylan, you get smart-ass, Dylan. Here we go. Quote, the study looked at MRI scans of 50 healthy women, 21 of whom were taking oral contraceptives, and found that the women taking birth control pills had significantly smaller... uh, Hypothalamus volume. Volume, not volume. <laughs> the hypothalamus helps to regulate key bodily functions such as appetite, heart rate, body temperature, and emotions. End quote. Study was largely conducted. It's pissing me off. Due to the limited availability of evidence and the structural and functional effects of hormonal contraceptives on the brain, particularly the hypothalamus. In the initial press release, the study found that a decreased hypothalamus could have disastrous effects on emotion while diagnosing no effects on overall cognitive performance. The smaller hypothalamus volume is also associated with a greater anger and showed a stronger correlation to depressive symptoms, the study claimed. Quote, the study found no significant correlation between hypothalamic volume and cognitive performance, end quote. So there you have it. Apparently, birth control pill will make a woman's brain smaller and therefore make her angry. Guys, stop nodding your head. 
Just don't do it. You're going to get in trouble. I know I'm on thin ice. I know this is what happens when I'm left alone. Just saying. Just saying. Getting yelled at over here on the MeWees. Gum. Is that a euphemism for something? Maybe. Maybe. Just saying. Just saying. I feed my girlfriend's birth control pills like they were M&M's or Tic Tacs. I like them infertile and stupid. That's Kevin Hutchinson's over on the the MeWees. Just saying. It's... It... I, I know based off of... Past relationships that, uh, yeah, that I can, I can, I can totally see it. I can totally see that as being a thing for sure, for sure. Um, but I wonder, and this is just me, um, I've kind of always thought about this for a little bit. Um, and, and I know anybody who's a regular listener of us knows that, that Steven and I have talked about, uh, you know, the hormonal changes that you do to, or that you do that most people are doing to their children who are claiming to be transgendered, the, the hormonal therapy and the blockers and all of that crap. And we've always talked about how that is, is very detrimental to the child and, and it, it ruins them. It destroys their bodies and is very disastrous mentally and otherwise. And I've, I have actually wondered if contraceptives like, like that of birth control, anything that, that will alter, um, the woman, a woman, especially unless it, I think unless, unless you're actually using, you know, what a diaphragm or whatever the hell that thing is. Um, unless, unless it's something like that, if you're altering the woman's hormonal, system with a blocker or something of that nature uh, you've got to be doing some kind of damage I've always questioned it anyway I mean no one's ever said no and I haven't made it into too big of a deal but just something that's dawned on me for for sure Dr. Michael Lipton medical director of MRI services at uh, Monteferro Medical Center Said the differences in brain size between women ingesting oral contraceptives versus women who do not were, quote, dramatic. Quote, we found a dramatic difference in the size of brain structures between women who were taking the oral contraceptives and those who were not. We validated methods for assessing the volume of the hypothalamus and confirmed for the first time that current oral contraceptive usage is associated with smaller hypothalamic, hypothalamic volume. This initial study shows a strong association between taking oral contraceptive pills and low hypothalamic volume and should be motiv- and should motivate further investigation into the effect of oral contraceptives on brain structure and their potential impact of brain function in quote. In 2016, Danish researchers who studied the medical histories of more than a million women over an 18-year period, found that women who used hormonal contraceptives were more likely to be depressed. A study conducted by German researchers in 2016 found that oral contraceptive pills may damage a woman's sense of emotional connection. In 2017, another Danish study suggested a link between the use of hormonal contraceptives and mood disturbances linked 
to increase suicide rates. I'm just saying, if you know, you're not supposed to do hormonal blockers and everything for transgendering children or transgenders, period, and it causes damage and mental issues. That's kind of what you know the the oral culture uh, contraceptives do. The birth control pill, it's a hormonal blocker, basically. It changes things. It messes with the woman's hormonal system, and it no es bueno. And like I said, if it messes with them or messes with transgenders, I'm pretty sure it messes with the females as well. So, good times. Great oldies. Oh, let's see. Change the subject before Milano Cookies comes after you. I, you know what? I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Come on, Alyssa Milano. Let's see. Look, Alyssa Milano is not listening to me. I promise you that. Because she thinks she knows more. However, based off of what I just read, Answers a lot of questions on her part, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Someone's taking a little bit too much of the uh, the oral contraceptives. So, there you go. There you go. Let's see. Artist FKA rule number five. Jackal, 10 minutes to go at Dylan Lyles. Hope the AI has enough battery to make it. Oh, please. Oh, please. I've got this. And I'll probably get yelled at for it later, but I didn't even do any commercials yet either. I could still keep going. So, <laughs> neener, neener. Oh. <laughs> oh, speaking of women and shrinking brains, Megan Fox says her kids go to a vegan school. Teaches them that plants have feelings, thoughts, and emotions. Actress Megan Fox says her and her husband send their three young boys to, quote, an organic, sustainable vegan school, end quote. And they teach Journey, who is three, Bodhi, who is five, and Noah, seven, that plants have, quote, feelings, thoughts, and emotions, end quote. Quote, we send them to an organic, sustainable vegan school where they seed to table. They plant their own food. They grow it. They harvest it. They take it to local restaurants to sell it so they understand how it all works. I very, I'm very specific about never harming animals. We don't step on ants. We don't do things like that. We don't rip flowers out of the ground because they look beautiful. I teach them that plants are sentient beings. They have feelings, thoughts, and emotions. So that's what we're doing, In quote. And, and I'm going to, to channel a little bit of Stephen here at the moment because um, as he had touched on this very briefly when he sent me this. Um, but if the plant is a sentient being that has feelings, thoughts, and emotions. Wouldn't that put them in the exact same realm as animals who these very same people say have feelings and thoughts and emotions, 
So if you don't eat an animal because of those very same reasons, why are you eating plants? Don't worry, I, I've got time. We'll wait. Fox recalled the incident. Oh, my goodness. I'm about to throw my computer out the door. Fox recalled an incident where one of her uh, children, God bless America. That's why it's being angry. Recalled an incident where one of her sons accidentally stepped on a bug. The funeral, the people, the family had a funeral for it. Quote, my son accidentally stepped on a roly-poly once and he was devastated. We had a, a few, a full funeral, full funeral. So I'm, I'm wondering, did they get, they invite the family, close friends, not just, you know, of the, you know, obviously their family, but was it the, the roly-poly's family? They have flowers and and stuff along there. They play music. Did she get up and speak for 20 minutes on the life of this particular roly-poly? We did a ceremony. We buried it. We lit sage. We released him back. So they're very involved, end quote. This is so stupid. Shrinkage of the brain, dude. Oral contraceptive or something much worse. Brian Austin Green, the actor and husband of uh, Megan Fox, told people that he and Fox encouraged their boys to be whoever they are. I would argue, uh, it, just just for that alone, I, part of me thinks that the husband's just like, yeah, whatever, just whatever. I don't care. I've got more important crap to deal with than this. Quote, we don't encourage them. To be themselves, we encourage whoever, we just encourage whoever they are. I know for me, the more I really realize and I'm okay with the fact that they are people. Which makes no sense. Apparently, this, he just is talking because they somebody showed up and said, Hey, can you explain this to us? Oh, my God. Fox added uh, to the parenting advice. It's about releasing control, right? That's all it is. It's about allowing them to be who they are and relinquishing control because they were born to be who they are. And it's my job to support that process and not get involved and micromanage and mold them into what I think they should be in quote. Lady, that's not what your job is as a parent. Your job as a parent is to guide that child, to train that child up in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not stray from it. That's what your job is. You're not, your job is to, when you relinquish control is when the little punk turns 18 and moves the hell out. That's when you let control go. You have to set boundaries and you have to set lines and you have to set limits. And you, pumpkin, are not doing that. Quote, it is about being that the mindset of realizing that they be, that they come as the teachers to us. We are here to keep them alive, but we're learning all the lessons from them. End quote. God help us all. 
pray for those children because <laughs> I'm telling you, those are going to be some doozies for sure. Anyway, I think it's time for a bell count. Here we go. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with your bell count grade for the day, Thursday, December 12th. Today we had four missed innuendo bells, 29 actual bells, four rim shots, one AOC, and one OWABA. Giving us a B for the day. Peace out and good night, y'all. Hey, we're slowly moving up, man slowly moving up go to mojo50.com doaeshow.com follow us all the social medias at doae show guys thank you so much for hanging out with us steven should be back tomorrow free free speech friday talk to you tomorrow bye that was wonderful bravo i loved that oh, it was great well it was pretty good well it wasn't bad well there were parts of it that weren't very good it could have been a lot better i didn't really like it it was pretty terrible it was bad it was awful i'm terrible away hey boo boo is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. As a social worker, you can become an advocate for those who can't. Earn your master's in social work degree online to learn strategies to connect diverse populations with the critical resources they need to improve their well-being, whether it's in a hospital, community service agency, or another setting. What do you think making a difference as a social worker looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.